Hello and welcome to Grace Church Vienna. This morning we're glad to have Johan van Dam with us again and he will continue to take us through another passage of the book of Acts. Why do we often have little faith that the Lord would work in the hearts of people? Why should we pray for open doors in people's life and that churches will be filled with people seeking God? As we read about the beginnings of the church, how does God's hand guide and protect and why was it needed back then as much as now? When I get in a different church in Vienna, I, um, <laughs> the paper was not wet enough. It all got wet in the rain, but <laughs> it's flying around. I, asked, I love to ask the question, if any Austrians come to know the Lord, and the answer is most of the time, no. Uh, I asked a pastor of a very big church with a few hundred people in Vienna. I thought, I heard that it is a very alive church. And I asked him the question. And he said, no, only foreigners. Only, it's very good, but no Austrians. Um, I, here in this story, the same facts. The Jews speaking, testifying of the Lord. You don't read of any conversions. Then two fellows with hidden background start testifying to the non-Jews and a great number of people accepted the Lord. A great number of people accepted the Lord. That must have been an experience for the church at that moment. Because suddenly something happened what was really a surprise. Most likely, they had also a hall with many empty seats around. Yeah. And you know how empty seats look like. Um, it was a great, great happening. I think many times we are so bound to the past and disappointed. Uh, and that's what our experience is telling us. Our experience might tell us, yeah, conversions, that, that is, is really not taking place so much. If in the coming five years there are three more really converted in our church, that would be good. And a very few have honestly the courage to put one or two zeros behind it, behind the three. We did sing a beautiful song in the beginning 
about the grace of God that has set me free. The grace of God must set us free from the thinking, from our experience to this new life with the Almighty. Where things can happen who are far above that what we have experienced up to now. Do you want to experience only yourself in the past? Okay, just think about yourself and about all you can do. If you want to experience God in the future, then look at him and have your eyes turned on the Almighty. Paul says an interesting thing. He says in Philippians 2, I forget what is behind me and I stretch out to that what is in front of me. And behind him were the things he had done. And he forgets that. Interesting. And if you read then about Paul, who says a thing like, not anymore I, but Christ liveth in me. He was a man who looked in the future. The future with the Almighty. It might be that you have difficulties with children, family, husband, wife, uh, and, and just, just wondering, <laughs> is there a chance you are the grace church and his grace has set me free his grace has set me free from the past to expect him to work and in front of me is a road where the almighty and me are going and I'm free free of the past in Acts, the first thing what you see in this passage is that uh, um, after Stephen was stoned, they fled. It could be that quite a few would have had a bad conscience and would think also, the greatest hero, I'm certainly not. Yeah? Because... I fled away because to be stayed at home was very risky. That could uh, take my life. That would cost my life. Um, okay. But as they went, even on the road as they were fleeing, they talked about God, we read here. Yeah? Uh, as they went to Phoenicia, uh, they were spreading the word only among Jews. Some of them, however, men from Cyprus and Cyrene went to Antioch and began to speak to the Greek also, to the non-Jews, telling them the good news about the Lord. 
And the Lord's hand was with them, and a great number of people believed and turned to the Lord. Uh, it m might be that there are groups of people in this country who are very open to the Lord, much more open as the people we are living with. Um, it had been a time where refugees had accepted the Lord and were coming to the Lord much more as the people in our church. Refugee work was growing. Wouldn't it be good than just to think at least if you should do some refugee work? If that door is open, do you have to go with your head through a door which is closed? Paul told his people to pray for an open door for the gospel. Different times in Corinthians, he says to the church, pray for me that God will open a door for me that I can pass the gospel on. Now, you might think, certainly, the people around you um, are not the open door for the gospel. They are really not very seeking or whatever. Um, pray for an open door. Pray for one another and be on the search for an open door. You leading a person to Christ or being the reason that you win a person to Christ by taking him to the church or inviting them to a birthday party where also a few other believers are there. That is something what is, is so normal. So normal. Your chances that you are the one who makes a difference and uses uh, an open door for you. Are this that your desire? Uh, I was in Germany at the Bible school, and I was faithfully studying the Bible in, at school, and then I understood that I prayed for open people that I could talk with them about the Lord, but I never prayed that I would lead the person to the Lord. I thought, this is stupid. Why shouldn't I pray that somebody will come to the Lord through me? And so I started praying that God would use me. And it was not three months later, I led the first person to Christ. The grace of God can set us free from our limited thinking. Where we only think about us 
and think ahead and and see me as the one who is winning souls even if this is up to now not my my thing my that what i do wouldn't that not be something you being used to win a person this is what also jesus said in the and as he gave the mission command to reach the world and make to disciples all nations a disciple to win a disciple i'm afraid of, that can only be done through a disciple because somehow if a person get converted and comes into the church he will see straight away where you only talk about as a christian and what you actually do he straight away will get the well wavelength of us how we are living and how we are practicing who we are and and so to live attractive to live close with the lord is extremely important and we read here the lord's hand was with them and a great number of people uh, believed and turned to the lord the lord's hand was with them it was not two fellows who were differently and doing a different job it was god who made the difference is god making the difference are you practicing that learning that to see god in your life are you a person who is set aside to live daily life with god and you go with the almighty to your job and you go with the almighty to your church and in the church you stand in front of the almighty and singing the songs what is the actual place of god in your life is it the hand of the lord who is doing it it is good to do thanksgiving because the more we give thanks for things the more we express that it is not we but god who has done it some time ago somebody said we pray for daily bread but in reality i get it by working uh is it your working or is it him who cares do you see god in daily things caring experience his grace and then the name of the church get a different meaning then god is all over the place and to live a life with god all over the place that is beautiful 
there are many ways where uh, there are perhaps open doors. And I think it might very well be that if there are in this church students, that it could be that the total difference in the future is going to be the student work. There is one church in Vienna that is a a, a student church nearly. So many students come to know the Lord there. That is, it is so attractive. That is the place where students go. If you are a student, it might be that God is opening this door. Be open for it. Could very well be that that is it. In the past, I did not think extremely high about children work. Because I thought, children. Um, now I'm a bit older. All those kids uh, in the time between are marrying and, and are, are, are couples. Children work. It might be your strength. It might be you who is they making there the difference. Wouldn't be something when we read then in the future about this grace church with a very dynamic student work. There is one children choir. Uh, God's kids. Ah, I forgot the name of of the the, the movement. But that is a movement where uh, children are singing. They sing all kinds of songs, but also many gospel songs. And it is a very strong movement. It is beautiful. People, could that be, that, that be it? That one of you is very musical and somehow, yeah, uh, that grows out of it. I just love to listen to an internet, to Dutch television. There, you will hardly believe it. Every year... 10,000 people come together to sing Christian songs in the center. There. The biggest hall of Holland is rented for every year, this singing time of Christians. And, and this, uh, the Netherlands is singing, uh, is that called? That is also in churches. And the churches, yesterday evening also, I was looking again in internet and listening to the songs. Yeah? A church, and I told my wife, look at this. Such a big church. Until the last seat, it was full. Couldn't that be true? That that is the open door? Pray. For an open door. Don't be happy with that what it is. I hope 
you will get mad about the empty chairs. That no people are sitting on it. That it makes you unrestful. So unrestful that you even start praying for it. That that will stop. Not because of the chairs. But that people get saved. Now here you read uh, the news of this was reached to Jerusalem. And they sent Barnabas to Antiochia. When he arrived and saw what the grace of God had done, he was glad and encouraged them to remain true to the Lord with all of all their hearts. To remain true to the Lord with all their hearts. Now in a couple... If one of the two, um, they are married, and one of the two is very interested in a different lady or or in a different man, you know, uh, attention comes in. You should be true with all of your heart to one another if you want harmony. Be true. True to God with all of your heart. Wanting him. His honor. That's what he, he has on his heart. His burdens should be my burdens. With all of your heart. And his burdens are certainly the people on this world. He gave his life for it at the cross that people get saved. That is his burden. Uh, And then we read about um, Barnabas. He was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and faith. And a great number of people were brought to the Lord. And also Barnabas made a difference. Uh, It is not stupid. To find a good preacher uh, and a good leader. Um, Then also we carry on here. Then Barnabas went to Tarsus to look for Saul. Now this place where they were all fleeing to were about 180 kilometers away north of, of Jerusalem. Uh, Saul was living in Tarsus, and that were another 300 kilometer up. He went there, looked for Saul, and brought him back to the place, to Antiochia. Um, Then Barnabas went to Tarsus to look for Saul, and when he found him, he brought him to Antioch. So for a whole year, Barnabas and Saul met with the church and taught them great number and taught great numbers of people. Uh, teaching um, that is not everybody's hobby. Uh, also, many people think, "Oh, yeah." Uh, you know what? How people should be teaching in the mission command? We reached 
that we should make all people to his disciples and teach them to keep my commands. Teach to, com- to keep, to obey. Teaching to obey. I think in one way it would not be stupid. If somebody stands here in front and speaks for a long time like me, if you would ask me before, what do you want at the end that the people will do when they go out of the door? And if I cannot tell clearly what I am wanting to communicate to you, what you should do and be at the end, I will certainly not be a good teacher. Then I'm just talking, and talking doesn't help you too much. Teaching is a part of the responsibility of the teacher, but also a part of the listener. Because if you get a teaching and you just don't do it, yeah, this is also stupid. You better do something differently then. Teaching to obey has to do with people who are listening and with the one who speaks. And if you know clearly what you want to communicate in the church, then you could pray for it as a church. That next week, when the preacher will speak, or in the middle of the week you get that on internet, uh, what he really wants to happen in the church, that that will happen. And that you don't have a, a good sermon, but that you will learn, and then it comes what you should learn. It has to do with grace. It has to do with this new start where you live in in a different world, a world with the Almighty, learning new lessons. And the new lesson might be, like here, that you make the difference. That you make the difference in your area, in your church, And you might be just the one who Paul mentioned at at three different places. Pray for open doors. That you will pray for the different ones in their ministry. For open doors. And this uh, passage goes on. So they did that for a whole year was Barnabas and Saul with them and taught them. He did not teach them unlimited. And it might be a sad happening when a pastor goes, but in one way it is a blessing to see the men go because new people have to start. Uh, It might be very well that there are here in the church people who have a gift of speaking and, and somehow, 
you never did. Even the thought of it would make you scared. My niece, about a six, 15 or 16 year old, preached in our church about grace. The people were deeply touched. It was a girl speaking in front of the Tulpengasse. That's even worse as most of the other churches. But that is because that is just the impossible. Yeah. Uh, and the church was touched by this little girl. There is a gift in her bones. Yeah. Uh, I myself was a, a person dead scared in our youth group at home. When I was young, I always was quiet, and I sat there and listened. Uh, I did that for a few years. Then one of the other people said, hey, could you give the information what a small group, because the group was divided up in small groups, that they would talk, but also in a small group I didn't say anything, could you present that, what we have said to the whole group? It was such a command question. It was a question, but not really a question. I, I was supposed to do it. I was so scared, so scared. And I had a very short uh, uh, thing to say, what the group said. I was so scared. When I came to know the Lord, there was an open air, and um, I listened, and I didn't go away. I just listened and listened, and it was the end, and I still stay there to see what happened. A person came to me and gave me a tract. I did not go away, but started to read a tract. A fellow came to me and... Um, Ask if I wanted to go with them to the coffee bar where they were all uh, drinking coffee afterwards. And I said, okay, I come. And I went there uh, and I started to go regular there. I started also to go to the prayer meeting and I liked it so much. I was at every prayer meeting and I liked it very much. And I thought one day, and now uh, I, I'm going to pray also. I thought about what I should pray about. And I started. And after two sentences, I realized the whole crowd is listening to me. I got so scared. I couldn't get a word out of my mouth anymore. And my youth leader finished my prayer. I haven't pretty tough background as regards speaking. Funny enough, you know how, what make, made the difference? That was in Spain. In Spain, I traveled with two other guys from village to village with a film projector to show in the film projector on the marketplace. Um, hey, 
That is the way how it goes. Um, I showed uh, on the marketplace, we showed the film, and every time one of us was supposed to speak. And it was my turn again. And I was dead scared. And they knew when it was my turn, they had something like a problem. But at that day, it was differently. I prepared myself, and I thought it might be that that folk never, never, never will hear how good it is to live with the Lord. And they set it aside and never experienced real Christianity. And at that day, I just begged the people before they set Christianity aside that they would at least try it and come with their lives to the Lord. The two guys who were with me couldn't believe it. A person begging the people to come to the Lord. And I told them what, what difference it made to me. And I forgot the whole world. I only wanted to help the people. Man, and suddenly I, I could speak in front of people. Might it be that it is also not so terrible, difficult for you if it is just. Uh, it doesn't matter what happens to you as long as you can help I tell many times when I'm scared again to stand in front of a group Lord when I get stuck after two minutes it is, or after one minute it is okay with me but I must have at least said what I want to say okay And that sets a person free. If you don't care anymore what folk think, if you at least can help. Uh, it might be that that makes a difference for you to start. In any case, uh, they stayed only for a year. Uh, and then this passage about uh, that uh, people, uh, that a famine would come. And uh, there was uh, also in the whole Roman Empire we read before. And, and this is a thing where uh, it, is, it is interesting how they cared for the people who were hungry. Because they had seemingly more money as the people uh, in Judea. And so they did send money to them because they were the ones who were worse off. Are you interested in folk who are in difficulties on the world? The world has become so small. You get so much information where the people have nothing, nothing. Are you closing your hearts or opening them up? Some time ago, I thought, 
in fact, in my past, I did not get a salary in my life before. Uh, I lived by just people uh, uh, who wanted to help us. And it was many times not so easy. We didn't have a lot of money. And then we got children. And I thought, is that okay to get children if you don't have the money? And take a risk for yourself, okay. But take a risk for the kids. That's a different story. God has cared so beautifully for those five kids I had. Then when I got pension, um, as the last years, I, that was changed. It's a longer story. I don't tell you that all. The last years, um, then I got a pension. And I thought, God helped me to care for five kids. Wouldn't that be something? to do that also and take five kids in the third world with an organization and pay for five kids. If God has helped me in the past for, for five kids, he can do that now also. And at the end, I got more and more and more money. I've had a moment 20 kids in the third world to help it is possible to help people in the third world or people who are hungry to help and then this last passage where Barnabas and Simon uh, Lucius Menon and Saul were the leaders they were worshipping and fasting and then God told them to send Barnabas away. Now you know what it means when the pastor goes. That means that other people uh, jump in and do it. Couldn't it be something that you might have also a gift? Like my niece, Ayana. Nobody expected that. My son uh, was a real child as he was always going to church and with us and remained the Martin who was the child, thick underlined from the Fandams. He went for two years to Logos and Dulos and was there leading meetings with 3,000 people. The main meetings of Logos and Dulos at, at different towns. Uh, our son, who was not even requested in our church to do something. And it was so much in his fingers. Might it be that with a little bit of courage and, and, and push, you also can do things be responsible for the children in the church. Be responsible for the woman. Be responsible for so many things who has to be done. 
Paul and Barnabas went away. Was that a sad story? No. It could have been one. But it was a multiplication story. More happened at the end. And your pastor is now gone, as I heard. Is it a multiplication story? Are the faithful men carrying it on? Are there learners who fill up places and make the whole thing to a dynamic place? Lord Jesus, thank you. That you are the one building your church. And you are the, in the middle of it all. And thank you for grace. Grace that we may forget what is behind us. And may live in the adventure of the future. The adventure of living with you the Almighty. Thank you Lord. Lord we are prepared learning. Teach us. Lead us. And use us. And give us open doors. For the church here. That a great number of people will also get converted here. Lord, open doors. Speak and give the courage what it needs to go ahead. Amen.